I greet you in the wonderful and precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I greet all the shepherds that God has raised even at this time to edify and build up the body of Christ in preparation for the second coming of the King of Kings. It is indeed a wonderful time to be alive, a time when God is doing great things in us, among us and through us as we feed our spirits with his word, as we stay connected in prayer, abiding in him and his word abiding in us. We are being divinely positioned to cooperate with God to carry out heaven's agenda on earth with an increased sense of urgency. Yes, children of God, time is running out. The day is nearly over. Let us do the works that we can during the day for the night cometh when no man can work in Jesus' name. This morning, I want us to be encouraged with the ability of God to accomplish great things in our lives. I want us to read from the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 the Bible says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us now to him who is able to do immeasurably more children of God I want us to be settled in this fact that our God is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine God is not limited by anything that limits us. Yes, as humankind, we have proved to be people who are very resourceful. Yes, we have invented a lot of equipment that have improved our lives tremendously. We have been able to achieve a lot through science and technology. We have been able to travel to the moon and come back successfully. We are now exploring the possibility of life in different planets. I know of millionaires and billionaires that have paid huge amounts of money in advance and have even registered their names down for the possibility of relocating to Mars. But I thank God because with all of our accomplishments, with all of our intelligence, with our very high IQs, we still fall short. I thank God for moments. I thank God for situations that God brings us into that reveal to us that we can do nothing without him, with all our wisdom, with all our ability, with all our intelligence, we still come short. And it is in such times when we are brought on our knees and begin to remember that there is a creator. When we have done all we think we can do, when we have tried all we can by our wisdom and by our technology and we still fail, then we are brought to a, a great discovery that there is a God who is a creator of heaven and earth and only he is able to accomplish great things in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. I am reminded this morning of two men that I admire greatly in the Bible. The first one is John. Joshua, when you read Joshua chapter 10, the Bible says that Joshua was in a battle and Joshua realized that time was going, the day was almost over and the victory that God had assured him had not yet been received. And so Joshua prayed unto God and he addressed God and he requested for extension of the day. And what is written for us is words that Joshua uttered as he was speaking to God and he commanded the son to stand 
stand still and he commanded the moon to stop in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to read Joshua chapter 10 verse 12 to 13. Now, the Bible says that Joshua uh, spoke to the Lord in the presence of Israel. He did not utter these words in secret. He did not utter these words in doubt, but he uttered these words with a confidence in God's ability. But what is it that had brought Joshua to, to such a confidence? What is it that had brought him to such a place of being fully persuaded in God's ability? Now, you see, when you look at the life of Joshua, he had walked with the Lord through a lot of experiences. You see, Joshua had seen the strong walls of Jericho coming down just by praising God. Ah, he did not understand when God said that they should go around the walls of Jericho, but because of his obedience, he saw God bringing the walls of Jericho down. At another time, Joshua saw the sea, the Red Sea, parting and making way for the children of Israel to go across. Joshua had seen God's power at work. At another time, Joshua saw God parting the Jordan by his command. And so Joshua had also seen God producing water out of rocks. You see, Joshua had seen God raining down huge rocks from heaven to assist them in a previous battle. And all these experiences had been there and had built up Joshua's faith in God's ability. You know, child of God, there are things that God has purposely allowed you to pass through. And when you thought you were going to die, you miraculously came out on the other side and God positioned you or God placed you in that place so that he could use the opportunity to rise up and manifest his power, rise up and manifest his ability so that you can know him, so that you can be built up and be able to trust in him. Don't waste all the experiences that God has brought you through. Don't waste all the places that God has allowed you to pass through, that God has delivered you from, because it is based on those experiences that your faith in him should be built, that your confidence in his ability should be built in Jesus' mighty name. You see, Joshua spoke not because he had he had. Heard anybody else commanding the son. Nobody else had commanded the son in Joshua's time. Nobody else had commanded the moon to stand. But Joshua, uh, based on his, his confidence in God's ability, he demanded the impossible. He requested what seems in, seemed impossible even to human's mind at the time in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to believe that Joshua did not just speak from his own mind, but there was something, there was a spirit in Joshua that had divinely inspired him, pushing him to the limits, pushing him to request heavens for the impossible. And God rose up to the occasion and he gave him the answer to his prayer. And the Bible says that the sun stood still and the moon stopped until Joshua had avenged, had revenged and got the victory in the name of Jesus Christ. When you trust God to do the impossible in your life, God stands up and he comes victorious and he does what you have asked of him so that he can prove that his ability is immeasurable. And that experience makes you to trust him more in the name of Jesus. I am also reminded of Abraham 
The Bible says that God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 22 and he said unto him, when you read from verse 2, he says, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Now, when you read in verse 3, it says that Abraham rose early in the morning. Hallelujah. He did not doubt in his heart. You know, all along, I, I thought that when God spoke to Abraham and when Abraham was gathering um, the wood and he was waking up Isaac and, 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 and taking his servants and proceeding to that mountain that God would show him, I always assumed that he walked with a heavy heart. I always assumed that he was stressed and he was at a place where his heart was very broken because God had given him a blessing and now God was asking him to give back that blessing. And, and I always assumed that Abraham was confused by God's instructions. But when I read Hebrews eleven nineteen, I realized that that was not the case. When the Bible says that Abraham rose early in the morning, you realize that Abraham did not even uh, communicate to, to Sarah. He, he did not even inform Sarah what he was about to do. He did not even bother explaining himself to his servants. But all he said to his servants is that stay down here. I and my son are going up the mountain to offer a sacrifice. We will be back. That is a, spe a speech of faith. He was speaking by faith. He had no idea what God was going to do, but he had seen God in previous situations, that God had come above, that God had, had fulfilled his promises, that God had accomplished everything that he had spoken in his life. And so he had confidence. He was fully persuaded and this is what he was fully persuaded about when you read hebrews eleven nineteen, 19 it says abraham was confident that god could raise the dead and so if you had been like me who all along you've been thinking that when abraham was taking isaac to that mountain that he was stressed he was worried he was heartbroken I want you to change that, that perception. Abraham was not heartbroken. Abraham was not worried. He was not stressed. Why? Because he was confident in God's immeasurable ability to do so much more. He knew that if God could be able to bring back the womb of Sarah to life, to be able to carry a child, even to full term, he could be able to raise the dead in the name of Jesus. And so he willingly went to that mountain carrying his son even to go and accomplish what God had commanded of him in the name of Jesus Christ. I have no idea what is worrying you. I don't know what is troubling your spirit. I don't know even what situation you are in. But child of God, I want to call you to rise up and stand not on your ability, not on your wisdom, not on your strength, but in God's ability that is immeasurable. The same God that was with Joshua 
The same God that made the sun and the moon to stand and gave Joshua victory. It is the same God that you are serving today. The same God that provided a lamb for sacrifice when he saw his servant's willing, obedient heart. It is the same God that you are serving today. Cry out unto him. Make a demand on heaven, my God. Make a demand on heaven. Not based on what other people have demanded. Not based on what other people have requested. But I want you to take a risk, step out of your of your comfort zone and begin to be to, to trust that God is able to do greater things in your life in Jesus mighty name. Maybe there is a business that you have been thinking about. Start writing your business plan, child of God, and begin to believe that God is able to do the immeasurable. God is able to do so much more that we can ask or imagine. I am reminded of Psalms when, 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 um, David wrote in Psalms 24 verse 6, and he says that this is the generation of them that that seek the Lord, them that seek his face. I declare and I declare this morning that our generation is a generation of seekers in Jesus' mighty name. And because we are seeking God and because we are trusting in his ability, I declare and I declare that we will do greater things. I declare and I declare that we will go further than those that have gone before us. I declare and I declare that we will experience God's goodness upon us our lives in the name of Jesus. Others may have failed in certain areas, but I declare that you shall excel in Jesus' mighty name. I declare that based on the ability of God in your life that is immeasurable, you are going to live a full life. You will walk in greater revelations. You will walk in greater miracles. You will excel in every God-given assignment in the name of Jesus Christ. Child of God, let us start this week with optimism. Let us be optimistic that our God will do great things. Our God is able. That is what Hebrews is revealing to us today, that our God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Trust God for greater things. Trust God for bigger things. Don't, 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 don't wait to accomplish things because others have accomplished. I want you to rise up victorious in your confidence in God's ability. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Amen.